Amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. God is good. Hallelujah. So glad to be here. I already said that. If you'll turn to uh, 2 Kings, the second chapter. Will you help me preach? Help me preach. Help me preach. When my son and, and, and daughter are with me, they about preach me to death. She'll get on the organ and he gets on the drums and they just tear it up. But God is good anyway. Amen. All the time, God is good. And as we get older, we have to adjust without our children. You don't have to like it. Isn't that right, Sister Heron? God is good. God is so good. Second uh, Kings 2, verses 1 through 15. I would apologize for the lengthy reading, but it is the word. Thank God. Amen. And it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha to Gilgal, from Gilgal. And Elijah said unto Elisha, Terry, here, I pray thee, for the Lord hath sent me to Bethel. And Elisha said unto him, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. Please remember where they're all going. And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yeah, I know it. Hold your peace. And Elijah said unto him, Elisha, tarry here, I pray thee. For the Lord hath sent me to Jericho. And he said, as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. So they came to Jericho. And the sons of the prophets that were at Jericho came to Elisha and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he answered, Yeah, I know it. Hold your peace. He had Job's comforters with him, didn't he? And Elijah uh, said unto him, Terry, I pray thee here, for the Lord hath sent me to Jordan. And he said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And they too went on, and fifty men of the sons of the prophet went and stood and viewed afar off, and they... Two stood by Jordan, and Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters that they were divided hither and thither so that they too went over on dry ground. And it came to pass when they were gone over that Elijah said to Elisha, Ask what I shall do for thee. Behold, before, I'm sorry, before I be taken away from thee, and Elisha said, I pray thee, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. And he said, Thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass that as they went on and talked, that behold, there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire. And parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elisha saw it. And he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. And he took hold of his own clothes. And he rent them in two pieces. And he took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him. And he went back, my God. And he stood by the bank of Jordan. And he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him. And he smote the water and said, where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither. And Elisha went over. And when the sons of the prophet, which were to view at Jericho, saw him, they said, the spirit of Elijah doth rest upon Elisha and they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground I would like to ask you to lay your Bibles down and allow the, elder, uh, the pastor to lead us to the Lord in prayer tonight Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. God's word is timeless, amen? 
it is so timeless. It is, it, it's, a, it's amazing how other things can become antiquated, but it doesn't matter how long the earth lasts, how long it turns, the word of God is very relative. Very relative. And it is relative in Tennessee. And it's relative in Alaska. And I, I, I thank God for his word. Pastor Herring taught me when I was 13 years old, and he said it this way, uh, 107 verse 20 of Psalms. I don't know why he never said Psalms 107 and 20. <laughs> he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Somebody thank him for the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I was, I, I was praying for a message and a relevant message, but the word is always relevant. And I, I, I was praying concerning the fact that there are a lot of churches. I don't know what they are up here, but there's a lot of churches falling off. And, and I believe that when God comes back, he's coming back for a glorious church. Not one that's hopping on three legs and dragging the fourth. But he's coming back for a church uh, that's made herself ready. Uh, not having spot or wrinkle. Uh, but she's full of the word. Uh, she's full of the Holy Ghost. Uh, that's what kind of church uh, I want to be in. <sighs> I wish you would ask me what's that got to do with Elijah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Just bear with me and I'll answer your question. Hallelujah. There, there is so much in the, the story of Elijah and Elisha. It seems like, man, you can preach nine ways to Sunday on the first three verses and then take the next three verses. And there's, there's such revelation in truth. Well, I'm fixing to disband some of our excuses. You ready? There is so much revelation in truth. That anyone seeking more of God, wanting more anointing, can position themselves, good God, I feel the Holy Ghost, in the right place at the right time. Well, 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 hallelujah. Come on. Elijah said, Elijah said, if you see me when I leave. Well, you know what I like about that? God was required of Elisha what he was already doing. He was already telling Elijah. He was already going everywhere he went. And you know what he said? I can do that. I can do that. I'll stick with you like glue because I got a desire. I got a desire. I gotta have what you got. Somebody say God is no respect a person. Hallelujah. My God. Listen, so Elijah's final journey. Oh my God. Oh, Elisha was already following Elijah. He was a shadow. And Elijah went to Gilgal. So Elisha went. Elijah went to Bethel. So Elisha went. You know, I got a problem when people tell me they want to be right with God, but they don't even come to church two times in a row. Help me, Holy Ghost. Y'all do know he said, forsaking not the assembling of yourself together. You can stay home and say, I wish I had a watermelon all you want to. But you're going to have to go to the grocery store to get one. If you want God, all you got to do is position yourself in Bethel, in the house of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then the next place they went was Jericho. Oh, my God. Y'all know what happened at Jericho? That was the promise of Yahweh. We're going to get the promise of the Father in a minute if y'all really want a double portion. Jericho was the promise of Yahweh. But you know what they had to do when they got to Jericho? They had to take it. They had to take what was already given to them. And then after they got it, they had to burn all the sin. They had to get right. Somebody help me. They had to get right. Oh, somebody help me. 
Jesus. Then Elisha and Elijah went to Jordan. We know what Jordan represents. It is the crossing over. My God. And oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I, I, I'm just trying. Oh, Jesus. I know where we're going, so I'm already there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that was the four places they went on their final journey. And you got to understand that these four places were very important places in Hebrew history. They carry a great, significant message. And, and if you get in the Holy Ghost, my God, you could preach it all the way to the day of Pentecost. Somebody help me right now. Whew. Because Gilgal, it, it was a circle of stones. Somebody tell me this is a stone that the builders rejected. Come on, somebody. That's where Elijah had to go. He had to go to the rock. Oh, somebody. I can't make this stuff up, y'all. This is good. So he went to the rock. The next place, he went to church. Mm. He went to the house of God. The next place, he went to the promise of Yahweh. Oh, and the last place was the crossing of Jordan. My God. My God. Oh, Just raise your hands and praise the Lord just a moment. Hallelujah. My God, somebody raise your hands and give him glory in this house. Hey, Holy Ghost. Woo. Oh, yo. My God. My God. I don't know a lot. You may be seated. Elisha probably did not understand the significance yet of the four places because we understand the Old Testament was type and shadow of those things to come. So as I continue with Elisha, please don't forget the four places and what they meant. But it was the persistence of Elisha, the persistence of Elisha that caused him to receive a double portion. There was 150 other sons of the prophets. They were in Bible college. That's what it was. That's what it was. They were in Bible college. I don't know if they were mama called and daddy sent. I, I don't have a clue. But I know what Elisha was. Elisha had a fire. Elisha had a burning desire. Elisha wanted more of God. Come on, somebody. There's a lot of people on the pew. They play in church. But there's some people that wants a double portion. And in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit. Elisha was not only the only one who asked, but he was the only one that positioned himself to receive. Oh, he was the only one that positioned himself to receive. While we're still on Elijah and Elisha and not me and you, listen, Elijah performed eight miracles. Yeah. Elisha died with 15 miracles. Come on. Then there was a war going on, and a good soldier died. They said, We're not going to leave him laying here. We're real close to the man of God. That'll preach again. Come on, somebody. We're real close to the man of God. Let's honor him and put him over there with Elisha. Oh, oh my God. When they threw him in Elisha's grave and he touched the bones of the man of God, he got up, he got up, he got up. And maybe somewhere on the other side, Elisha said, there it goes. That's it. That's my double portion. Woo, somebody. My God, Holy Ghost, help me right now. Oh, listen. 
both Elijah and Elisha's ministries were notable miracles involving water, oil, and resurrection. Anybody figuring out why they had to go to Gilgal? Then they had to go to Bethel. Then they had to go to Jericho. Then they had to go to Jordan. Their miracles type and shadow somebody. The, 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 hallelujah, I feel the Holy Ghost. The, their miracles revolved around the oil and the water and the resurrection. Somebody help me about right now. Hey! <laughs> it's all in him, ain't it? It's all in him. Holy Ghost, help me about right now. Woo! I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Y'all ready? This is about as pessimistic as I get. You ready? We, the church, are living in, a, in an era, in an hour, in the time of the great falling away. Yeah, yeah. We are in the time of deceiving spirits and doctrines of devils. Somebody help me. Sometimes people come into church telling me what they thought they just found out, and I'm thinking, my God. Try the spirit, honey. I believe you're talking to a deceiving spirit. Come on, but we are living in all of these, okay? We're living in an era when there's a lot more opportunities to give up every day. Talk about that a bit. You ready for me? Lord, I want more of you. Lord, I want more of you. I'm depressed. I got to stay home. I'm not the pastor. I'm sorry. I want the Holy Ghost like them people up here at the altar had that were shouting, but I don't want to get out of my pew. Yeah, right, 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 right. Come on. What if God don't give it to me like he gives it to them? Yeah, I believe we hollered a while ago, God is no respect a person. Somebody help me right now. Yeah, we're living in a time where people are forgetting what they've always known. They're debating the Godhead. Help me. They're debating the necessity of water baptism. I just dare you to read about the tabernacle and try to tell me water baptism in his name is not essential. My God. So we're in a day of falling away. We're in a day of depression. We're in a day of, bless God. Man, I was so ready to preach the other day, and I looked at our church, and I go. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to. There was 150 other men that claimed they wanted to be the preacher. But only one of them, only one of them positioned himself. Listen, only one of them positioned himself for the double portion. So we've already decided we're living in a land of falling away. We're living in a land where people are closing church doors. We're living in a land where they don't even believe the truth. Or, or as we say in the South, they don't believe fat meat's greasy. But let me tell you, let me tell you what Daniel said about right now. He said in 11 and 5, but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. They're going to position themselves to hold on. Come hell or high water, they're going to get more. Hallelujah. I'm sorry if he didn't warn you. My son brought a friend to church the other day. About in the middle of my sermon, everything got quiet, and I heard him say, Dude, I'm sorry. I forgot to warn you about Mama. Whew. But here's what I'm convinced. I'm convinced. There's, there's, there's churches closing. There's pastors giving up. One article said 1,700 pastors are weekly closing the doors on their churches in the United States. Weekly. Because they're giving up. They're tired. They didn't figure out how to not be weary in well-doing. You know, for some reason or another, they fell out of that one status into the 150. No longer 
position, but here's what I'm convinced. I'm convinced God's word never fails. We, we, have, we have people in the South. Oh, dear Jesus. Hi, y'all. They're probably watching. But anyway, we have people in the South. Every day the world don't blow up. They seem to be disappointed. They come to church. This prophecy was supposed to happen three weeks, 17 hours, and 15 minutes ago, and it didn't happen. If that's all you're reading... If that's all you worried about, the Holy Ghost is going to fall and you're going to be over there debating with 150 that don't know that Jesus is getting us ready for that great day. It's going to be a better than a chariot of fire. It's going to be better than horses of fire. Jesus is coming back for a church that has positioned herself. Well, well, well. So I made up my mind, if somebody's going to be strong and do exploits, it might as well be me. Because I ain't sitting down now. Anybody feel it? Anybody feel it? I ain't sitting down now. Devil, you better kick it into high gear if you catch it me. Because I got the promise of the Father. And I'm keeping my eyes on the prize. Oh, Jesus, help me, Holy Ghost. Ooh. So here's, you, 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 know, you know, everything in the Bible is it's established by two or three witnesses, right? If you can find a truth to hold on to in the New Testament, you can find its foundation in the Old Testament. If you come preaching something to me and you can't find a voice, a witness in the Word of God, I tell you what I told this other brother. I love you, but get out of my face. It's too close to play around with false religion. It's too close to play around with deceiving spirits. Elijah said, if you see me, when I go up, there was two men. I'm getting ahead of myself. In white apparel one day that said, hey, you men of Galilee, why stand you here gazing? This same Jesus. This same Jesus. Well, 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 hallelujah, my God. So here's something I want you to consider. The similarities between the ministry of Elisha and the ministry of Jesus. Both of their miracles, both of their ministries, I'm sorry, started at the Jordan River. Hallelujah. The mantle of Elijah fell for Elisha. Well, it was a dove that descended for Jesus. And the voice of God saying, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Both Elisha and Jesus. Both Elisha and Jesus, they raised a woman's adult son from the dead. Both of them fed a large number with a small quantity of food. Both of them took a small amount of liquid and turned it into abundance. Elisha called fire down from heaven. Jesus was the fire that fell down from heaven. Somebody help me about right now. <laughs> so, so, so we see those similarities. We know that Elisha positioned himself. He would not be denied. I, you know, I just, got a, I just got a feeling he might have got on Elijah's nerve. Dude, you're everywhere I go. Come on. Come on. You're everywhere I go. Yeah? Where are you going next? So, Elisha received a, oh, he received a double portion of Elijah. Okay, and so we see the similarities about Jesus. Oh, but when he came back, he was 
talking to, I, I just skipped ahead of myself before he left. He was talking to his disciples in John 14. Remember, Elijah said, if you see me, Elisha, if you see me, Elisha, now it's just up to you, Elisha. Elijah's done everything he could do. Jesus told his disciples, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me or else believe me for the very work's sake. Y'all ready for this? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. I'm not waiting on a double portion from Elijah to get me ready for the Lord to come back but Jesus said greater works than he shall we do please forgive me if you think this is rude are you ready that's why I don't have any time for somebody to tell me how many backslid I'm going to pray for the backslider. You bet your boots I am. I'm going to worry them as much as Elisha worried Elijah. But come on. If you could tell me all the cons. Somebody tell me. How many has Palmer Pentecostal baptized in the last 60 days? If the angels in heaven rejoice over a sinner. You should have got a little louder than that. Somebody help me. I just came here to say some words of encouragement. The devil can't take you down. The devil can't destroy you when you position yourself to get the promise of the Father and greater works than this shall you do. this crazy way of just reading the Bible if God said it and said we can do it okay it's my turn it's my turn but we're not the charismatic that name it and claim it, blab it and grab it. You got to get yourself in position to realize he went to the Father, but he's fixing to come back. And we have to have ourselves ready. But between now and then, he's looking for a church that'll hold on and do greater works than he did. So I Googled, I Googled, forgive me, don't you dare disrespect your pastor, but I Googled my cousin's name, not your pastor's name. I Googled Ronald J. Herring. I did. Okay. No, 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 listen. And I saw where a kid... Please forgive me, I don't remember details like this memory over here. My God. Whew. Law to Jesus. Okay. But a kid had an accident and was dead. I'm not reading the Bible. I'm not reading the church magazine. Somebody help me right now. I'm not reading the church Facebook page. I was reading a news clipping. That called him by name and said the pastor prayed and a dead boy came to life. I don't know about you, but I believe I would pick me a pew out and just ride it till Jesus comes. Come on. I believe I'd stay here at PPC and just get ready for the Lord to come. Because greater works than this shall you do. Because Jesus went to the Father. And because there's anointed pastor that wants to empower you and equip you for the dead time church.
Oh, I'm at risk of getting in trouble. But it's a fact with my hand up. You ready? So if Elijah and Elisha can raise a grown son from the dead. Jesus raised the widow of Nain's son from the dead. Now I just told you, I, I just believe the Bible. It's going to work out, right? If Pastor Ron Herring laid hands on the dead and he came to life and the promise of the Father says I can have it and I can have a double portion if I position myself Somebody better hear me. I got up in my house and my backslid son who is spiritually dead. You ready? I walked the floor saying live. Yeah, I say live. If greater works than this shall I do because he went to the Father. Then get ready to get up dry bones. Get ready to come to life dead church. Somebody help me. Live, 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 live. I, I told Brother Herring, Pastor Herring, excuse me, about this. And my husband watched it unfold. He was driving a, a, a lawnmower. Couldn't think of it. I guess y'all know I use lawnmowers, right? Uh, he was driving a lawnmower at the church and he wouldn't let me out because I have bad allergies. And so I'm sitting in the car watching him. And this happened. This happened. How many of y'all believe? I feel the Holy Ghost so strong. How many of y'all believe that if Ezekiel can prophesy to a valley of dead bones, that the church with the truth and the anointing and the water and the oil and resurrection power can prophesy to dead churches. Come on, somebody. You could say live. Oh, man. I go sit in their parking lot and pray for a spirit of truth to come in there and turn them upside down. Well, somebody was gossiping to me. I guess that's what. I guess they were trying to inform me. But they were gossiping to me. And they said, uh, in our neighboring town, you know, this church just went debunked. They had to sell it and move into somebody's gym. Oh, that's bad because they used to run 800. I'm like, oh, my Lord. He said, you know, this Baptist This church over here, uh, the preacher's fixing to go to jail for embezzling. So there's going to be another empty church in Millington. Oh, it made me, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not happy. Because as long as there's breath, there can be false doctrine in the pulpit. Somebody hear me. There's a lot of people preaching half a truth. It's because nobody has shown them the light. Too many one God apostolics have sat back and been the 150 saying, well, did you know you ain't going to heaven? Did you know you ain't got the truth? Come on, somebody. I believe we can prophesy to these churches. So I got in my car and I'm sitting there. And so I started looking up a Google listing of all the churches in our area. In a, in a, in a good like eight mile radius of our church. And when I would click on the name of the church. I would plead the blood of Jesus over that church. I would bind false religion and loose the spirit of truth. Is that word? Is that word? Hey, I'm not super spiritual, and you're fixing to find out what God did that blew my mind. 
I'm going down that list. I'm going down that list. I'm going down that list. I would pray for the church. I would bind false religion. I would loose the spirit of truth. I would get a, pa- a picture of a pastor up there. And I would start saying his name and pleading the blood of Jesus. I went through this uh, uh, church. I went through this church. And while I was praying over this church, I got interrupted by a group text. I didn't know anybody's number. Nobody's name was in there. I'm looking at Bishop Terrell's church is who I was looking at. I was pleading the blood of Jesus over him. And they were persistent in this group text. I hate group text. Bloom, bloom, bloom. I'm trying to pray and they're blowing up my phone. And I wanted to Jerry Herring and throw that phone out in the yard. So I text, I don't know who this is. We do mind telling me who you are. And the text came back. This is Bishop Terrell. I don't know that man. I've, I've never seen him other than the Holy Ghost led me to pray for churches and bind the spirit of false religion. And loose the spirit of truth. And I said, hey, Doc, how'd you get this number? He said, who is this? Not many people say Doc. I said, well, this is Teresa Hood. He said, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. I don't know Teresa Hood. He said, I pastor a church in Millington. He said, there's some ladies that's been missing church. So I was going to text them, but I tagged my wife first. And then I text them, I thought, but everything went to me. While I was sitting in the car, looking at his picture, pleading the blood of Jesus, I jumped out of my car, I threw that phone in the car, and I took off running in the church, and my husband came in there and said, what was it? Was it a bee? Was it a bee? No, sir. It was the Holy Ghost. He goes, and you ran? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Y'all think Google spies on y'all. The Holy Ghost was spying on me because he's just looking for somebody that will believe the word and position themselves for an end time harvest, all for revival and a double portion. And, and you know, I just believed. I don't know. The Lord scared me. Does the Lord ever scare y'all? Or do y'all ever stay positioned long enough for Him to respond? <sighs> Whew. One time I was disgruntled. I wanted to quit. Everything was going wrong. And I said, God, you know, I sure could use a hug about right now. With nobody in my house but me. And the front door opened. And I heard steps. I jumped up and I said, never mind, God. No. I, had no, I thought I was going to die if he hugged me. That's a fact. That's a fact. But here's what, here's what I'm going to say is we, we look at these superheroes. And we look at these mega evangelists. And God bless them. God bless them. But I want to tell you something. The church was never meant to have a bunch of rock stars. Uh Uh-uh. He told them all to go to the upper room and wait for the promise of the Father. And you will be endued with power from on high. He gave his disciples power to cure diseases, to raise the dead, to cast out devils. It's about time we got determined to position ourselves. I will not be left out. I will not be left out. So I just felt like God was telling me, keep prophesying to those dead bones. Keep prophesying to those dead bones. 
keep prophesying to those dead churches. Somebody better help me. Somebody needs to prophesy to their dead self. Come on. Come on. Somebody needs to prophesy to their self. Come on. You're sitting around waiting on the pastor to pray you out of your mess. Oh, but the Lord is waiting on you to receive power from on high. And get up and pray. And get up and prophesy to your situation. As long as you're praying the word, bro. As long as you're praying the word, you have the authority. Okay, so I can preach about the church, right? I can preach about my backslid son. But what we don't want anybody to get on is, okay, I'm not talking about anybody. You ready? What we don't want to get on is I'm at the church every service. But I just really don't believe God's going to do what the pastor said he's going to do. Well, that's just a little bit too much. I've heard that. I've heard it. Man, why didn't you just settle for 250 and then we would move on? Well, well, let me ask you this. If God knows everything and he does, why did God say, Ezekiel, I need you to prophesy to these bones? He needed somebody to put their faith in action. He needed somebody to position themselves for a miracle. I'm going to take my glasses off. If you're the type that have your chair and you don't want nobody else to have it, I hope you're the first one that loses your chair when 500 comes into PPC, born again of the water and of the spirit. And they're not here to play church. They're here to hold up the hands of the pastor saying, get us ready, get us ready, get us ready. going to be painfully honest with you how's that and then maybe if the Holy Ghost lets me I'll talk about you anybody willing to admit you've ever been dead in church you look right you talk right you use all the right PC cliches Somebody help me right now. But you are dry bones. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You see, I prophesied to some more dry, dry bones. You, you, you know, you, you, you feed people, you feed people, you feed people. You look right, you are right, you're being right. But sometimes you're in the valley of dry bones. I was there one time when my father was alive. I went to his office. I said, look, Dad, I need to talk to you, and I don't need to talk to my father. I need to talk to my pastor. He said, what is it? I said, I'm doing everything I know to do, and I'm dying. He said, well, okay. Okay. And he said, yeah, okay. Okay, sir, now can I talk to my dad, not my pastor? I said, what in the world do you mean, okay? I just told you I was dying. If this was another saint, you would call a prayer meeting. So he replied, but the other saints ain't going where you're going. So he said, I can only pray with you. I can't pray for you this time. Hold up, Dad. 
You mean if I really want the promise of the Father, I got to position myself? You know how much more effective this excellent, intelligent, diligent man of God would be if some of us was praying for ourselves and some of us was prophesying to ourselves? Hey, knee bone, you better line up with the thigh bone. Thigh bone, you better come on, somebody. Don't look at your neighbor. Look at yourself and say, Live. Yea, I say, Live. Live in authority. Live in anointing. Live in power. Live in righteousness. This and be ready. Oh. So, so I prophesied to my backslid son. He wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. But listen, I want to tell you something. We can make war in the spirit world that hell cannot stand against. When we position ourselves for a double portion. I don't know how to quit, bro. You're going to have to preach. Come on. Listen. I, 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 I want to tell you, yeah, there's a fall of the way. Yeah, there's people going crazy, losing their right mind. Uh, yeah, they are. They're walking off and leaving. Don't believe this. Don't believe that. But somebody is going to hold on. Somebody is going to hold on. Somebody's going to be strong and do exploits. Somebody's going to be full of the Holy Ghost. Somebody. And it's going to be me. It's going to be PPC. If you believe it, stand up and Rejoice! My God! Ooh! Come on, y'all come to the front so I think I'm through. Come on! Hallelujah! Come on, sister, sister, please forgive me. I forgot your name. Come here. What's your name? Jessica, I, I was so excited. There's a lady up here praying, and, and she just moved. She moved in the spirit. She moved in the spirit. Well, who is she? She's not super spiritual. I don't know. She just did what Philip did. She positioned herself. Somebody hear me. I, I want you to look at somebody beside you. They're not better than you. If they have more Holy Ghost than you, it's because you gave up and you quit trying. Because the word said, he gives to every man the measure. Not a measure or it could be different. But when he fills you with a Holy Ghost, he fills you with a Holy Ghost. But it's up to you to position yourself to walk in the anointing and a double portion. I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it. If you don't like it, please get out of my way. Don't block me. Get out of my way. You want to go with me? I'll take you. But if you don't want to go with me, please get out of my way. Because I am determined to hold out to the end. And I'm not just going to hold out for a patty cake religion. Come on, somebody. I'm going to walk in truth. Jesus said, anybody in here believe Jesus? Woo. Jesus said, greater works than this shall he do because I go to the Father. Oh, my Lord. Okay. All right. So everybody that don't want to position yourself, you, you just don't have to listen. Okay. For all of you that want a double portion, it's not Elijah talking to Elisha. It's Jesus saying, it's Jesus saying, it's Jesus saying, greater works than this shall you do because I go to my father. Don't you just decide I'm going to jump up and be the pastor. Ain't going to happen. It ain't God's will. But I'm going to tell you what the will of God is. Strive to walk in the anointing that God has placed upon your pastor. He will transfer. He will empower you. He will equip you. And then we won't be in the falling away. We will be those that are strong and do exploits. Somebody has thought about quitting. 
Somebody's thought about quitting. Somebody's thought about quitting. And the reason why quitting makes sense is because hell is afraid of you walking further into a double portion. Come on, somebody. You think woe is me, and you don't even realize you ought to square them shoulders back and walk in authority and power because you have hell scared to death. What if I can't get them to give up? Then they're going to be strong and do exploits. What if I can't get them to give up? Then they're going to win their neighbor and their brother and their sister. And oh, somebody help me now. We don't get the power to sit on a pew and twiddle our thumbs. We get the power for greater works. I don't know. I just believe somebody ought to say live. Somebody ought to say live. Somebody ought to tell themselves get ready to live. You've been in a pity party. You've been in a Pentecostal pity party too long. It's time to get up and be a grown up. It's time to walk in the anointing. Position yourself for the power. Raise your hands right now, please. Close your eyes right now, please. If, if I'm wrong, Pastor, you can correct me right now. But I want you to pray till you feel the Holy Ghost. And if you begin to pray in the Spirit, I want you to give it volume. I want you to pray right now. If it's not really the Holy Ghost, then shut up. Oh, sorry. If it's not the Holy Ghost, then just don't make it happen. But come on, somebody. If the anointing is flowing through you, give it a voice right now. Give it a voice right now. Come on. The Spirit is making intercession right now. The double portion. It's coming. Come on. Let the Holy Ghost make intercession. Come on, come on, come on, come 